This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You're listening to MLB.com Extras, brought to you by MLB.tv. It's baseball everywhere. What do we make of the Oakland A's? And I am going to sit here and try to figure this out with Jane Lee, who, of course, covers the Oakland Athletics every single day of our wonderful baseball season. I'm Allison Footer. Jane, I'm saying this because I'm really not quite sure. I'm, I'm a little encouraged about what they were able to do against the Royals. So when anybody's able to win a series against the Royals, the world champions, I guess it's a good thing. They took two of three. They won some close games. It was the first series win against Kansas City since 2013. So I, I had to have given the team a little bit of a lift, I would think. Yeah, it definitely did. I think that was kind of much needed, especially coming at home where, um, I mean, up to that series, they had only won one game at home. Um, And I know that Bob Melvin especially takes pride in playing well at home in front of those fans. So um, some good things to take from it. They they also only scored, um, I believe, eight runs in those three games. Um, And still, the good news is, of course, they still won the series, um, but it really speaks to their offense right now. Their offense just hasn't been able to get going up to this point. Um, and this was seen as kind of a, um, I think they were cautiously optimistic that this was going to be an area of strength for them. Um, they really liked the depth of the lineup, um, you know, the way they can mix and match with so many versatile guys. But at this point, it just seems like up and down, everyone's been struggling. Um, and, and it's also tough for Melvin to get guys consistent playing time and I think especially at the beginning of the season they really need that consistent playing time those consistent at bats to get going and it's just not happening and I know it's frustrating for everyone involved you know Melvin has to keep everyone involved everyone current but um, you know matchups play into it they have a another long string of right-handers coming up so that means it's tough for guys like Mark Hanna um, Billy Butler um, and then the, the Coco Chris Billy Burns dynamic, you know, choosing between those two every day. There's just a lot of tough decisions, and I think it's just hard to get this offense going when you can't really run out the same lineup every day. So um, that's something they're still trying to figure out. But on the plus end, um, you know, you score eight runs in a series and still win it. That means your pitching um, is doing pretty well, and um, that is something that has been there for them pretty much season so far um you know particularly the bullpen starters some of the starters are still struggling to to give them as many innings as as they need really but the bullpen's just kind of been there to pick up the slack every day it seems like and they've been really good um throughout so i think that especially after last season um the way things went for the bullpen that's extremely encouraging um and i think it's good to see you know you know you have that and you know you have potential with the offense. It's, it's there. It's just, it just hasn't shown up um, in games yet. So if they can get the offense going, this could end up being um, a well-rounded team. It's just kind of you know getting everything to, to start working at the same time. 
Yeah, and, and we don't want to make too much out of so few games that have been played, but at the same time to have played so poorly at home, like you said, um, you know, to be able to, to pull out a couple of wins against the Royals. I mean, they don't want to wait. Like, at the end of the season, we can look at a team that wins a division, and they play like, I don't know, 10, 15 games over 500 at home. They're around 500 on the road, and then it evens out to, you know, having a pretty nice season. So, yeah, and especially, I mean, the, the way things work now, too, I mean, if you can just kind of hang in there, um, you know, with that second wild card, I think it really just kind of changes things for everyone. Yeah, yeah, they definitely don't um, just want to try to have to scramble at the end, and you have to take advantage of, of your home field. Um, so that was good to see them do that. Let, let me see what else. Oh, Jesse Hahn, what are, what are we making of this? So he, we suspect that he's probably going to get a call up soon. He hasn't been called up yet, right? No, he hasn't. I would suspect by the end of the month. Um, I spoke with him yesterday for the first time since spring, actually. Um, he, When he was sent down to AAA, he was left, or he left, um, you know, before anyone could talk to him. So it was good just to kind of see where where he was at. Um, you know, we, we see the numbers. The numbers are really good. But to see where he is just, um, you know, not only mentally, but how he's feeling about everything. And um, he's in a really good place, I think. You know, he admitted to the fact that just the change of scenery, getting out of Arizona, um, it was such a tough spring for for a lot of pitchers there. Um, it was even drier than normal, and it's it's just a tough area to pitch, um, especially for for guys like Jesse that rely on their their breaking stuff so much. Um, and he said all that kind of back into form. He's really changed nothing. Um, it's just you know he's trying to keep the ball down. Um, his breaking stuff is breaking again. Um, his curveball is back to where it usually is. Um, and he's been able to work on um, a changeup, too, while he's been down there. Um, so he starts again tonight. Um, and this, of course, is the same day that Derek Surkamp will pitch for the A's. And so far, Surkamp has been struggling to give them any. So this could be an interesting dynamic tonight to see how both pitch. Um, Jesse is pitching in Colorado Springs for the sounds and then Camp's obviously here against the Yankees, um, so I really wouldn't be surprised if you know one one more mediocre outing for Sir Camp, um, you know, is enough to to convince the A's it's time to get Jesse back because Jesse, I mean, last year he was considered you know one of the more promising young starters in the game, um, and really going into spring was expected to you know be a big piece for them in their rotation. So I I definitely see him still being that. Um, and, you know, he said yesterday he still envisions it, too. You know, he when he says we, he he thinks of himself as being a part of this rotation. Um, and I, I think once we see him back, um, I could I could see him doing really well. So I would say before the end of the month, um, you know, perhaps as soon as, you know, the end of, of this week or early next week. Okay. And then the last question I have for you is just I couldn't help but notice that Ryan Matson closed the game recently. Uh, that was just because Doolittle had pitched um, a few days in a row, right? There's no conspiracy theory here that, that roles are changing. <laughs> well, <laughs> you know, they're, they're, they're keeping their options open there, I think. I think um, right now they're kind of, you know, just saying, hey, we have the flexibility with, um, you know, left-handed Doolittle and a right-handed Matson, and sometimes the matchups in the eighth inning mean that Doolittle needs to pitch you know, um, either the entire ace or, you know, to at least a batter, and that puts up Matson for the ninth. So I don't know that, um, you know, Duo is the, the lone closer right now. I mean, 
the, the team has three saves and they all belong to Madison. Um, so I think it's going to be something that we're going to see pretty often. Um, and I think that, you know, Melvin's always great about communicating with his players and he's of course already spoken to them about it. Um, and I think, you know, with guys like Madison and Doolittle, such stand-up guys, there's really no egos there. Um, and they kind of understand the situation and, you know, don't really care who's, you know, pitching the eighth, who's pitching the ninth. Um, I know that, you know, fans love to, you know, see one guy, you know, being the guy, being annoyed as the closer. But with the flexibility they have with those two, um, I could I could see it, um, you know, kind of being a, a mix and match situation just depending on the matchup. So, um, you know, I I think that, you know, Masson, Melvin isn't afraid to, to use Masson in those situations if, um, you know, it means Doolittle's pitching in a situation that, you know, fits the matchup in the eighth. Yeah, sometimes you just have to, over the years of covering teams, you have to be able to read between the lines a lot, I guess. And there's always red flags that go up, you know, no matter what the team says, um, you know, when people are struggling or whatever, changes can be made and sort of have to be prepared for them. So, okay, Jane, thank you. Get back to your work and we will talk to you next week. Thanks. MLB.TV Premium, the number one live streaming sports service, is celebrating 13 years. Watch every out-of-market regular season game live or on demand in true HD. Real-time highlights, live look-ins, pitch tracking widget, and more. MLB.TV Premium includes a free At-Bat 15 subscription. Watch live baseball on over 400 mobile and connected devices. Watch at home, in the office, or on the go every night on every device. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Visit MLB.TV for details. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey.